you can help us meet the financial needs of KZYX by making a donation to become a member, renewing your membership if it's been more than a year since you've last donated, or if you can, or if you can give an additional gift. Help us keep community radio strong in Mendocino County. Visit our website at kzyx.org and use the donate button. Send a check to P.O. Box 1 Philo CA 95466 or call the office at 707-895-2324 during business hours and press extension 5. Thank you. Gifts are available, including new 100% organic cotton KZYX face masks for a one-time donation of $35, and Eton emergency crank and solar-powered radios for $20 a month donations and more. Thank, Thank you. Gifts can be viewed on our website. Thank you very much. It's a little after 7 o'clock on a Friday night. That means it's time for the sports phone. Seven o'clock. That means it's time for the sports phone here on KZYX. Jerry is in Portland. Jim is in the Philo Studio. Jim, how is it going tonight? Oh, it's going. To, it's pretty good. I was just, you know, I was listening to you read all our business, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, seven months ago, like, would even enter anyone's consciousness that we'd be giving away face masks as a gift? No, I mean that's the new craze. We, we got a we really? got our kind of gift bags from work a couple of weeks ago, and uh, really? instead of hats, we got masks, and that's the new. I think all the new craze is is the fashionable mask. So so is is your new mask have have like Green Bits logo on it? Yeah, it's got the company logo on it. Yeah, it's it's been uh, it's oh, definitely wow. the new the new craze for sure. Is is once we got past kind of the initial panic of masks, now it's all the fancy styled masks and stuff. So like that. I'll, I'm never gonna see a baseball hat again. Uh, I think you will eventually, but it uh, might be a little while. Jeez. I want to add one one thing to the. Um, by the way, I'm doing great, chair. I am. I mean, I I don't know if we mentioned it last week, but I'm so proud uh, of you. I'm telling the world, Jerry Young just bought a house in Portland. You may never see him again. <laughs> it's a nice house. I'm excited. I had I've had some work done on it. It's becoming very real very quickly. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's looking forward to the end of the month when I. Uh, when I get to move in. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the Sports Phone. Uh, if you're new to the show, let me give you a quick rundown of what this looks like. So, very simply put, the Sports Phone is an open forum sports talk show. Jim and I are here. We want to listen to what you, the callers, want to talk about going on in the world of sports. Uh, let you drive the show, determine the topics, set the subjects, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to talk about. We are here. We want to hear about it. We want to talk about it. Uh, you are the listeners and, and the callers. You drive this show. Uh, you really bring to the forefront whatever subjects are on your minds. I don't think in a million years Jim and I thought we would be talking uh, last week about differences uh, in surfaces on in various sports and see how that impacts playing the game. But that's what's great about this show. 
who knows what's going to happen every week. So we look forward to taking your calls as we get rolling here. The number to do that, 707-895-2448. If you want to talk about sports, the number to call, 707-895-2448. Uh, Jim, where do you want to start today? I know we kind of well, bounced some ideas around. Where What's uh, what's first on the docket? I've got to mention this now um, because it's, it's amazing. We, we do think a lot alike, Chair. Um, I decided to have a section called um, the call of the week where we where I just mentioned my favorite call you can do it yourself if you want to Jerry but my favorite call last week ended up coming off the call that you just talked about we started with a tennis person calling in talking about different surfaces next thing we knew we were talking about basketball surfaces being indoors versus outdoor the next thing we know we get a call he, he announces his name Burton calls and talks about, compares basketball indoor and outdoor with music playing indoor and outdoor. That, to me, is the call of the week. We'll see what we get this week. Hello, call. You're on the air. Okay, is that me? That's you. All right, this is Connie. Connie, what can we do for you? Yeah, well, I got a challenge today, and I'm stepping up to the challenge. Challenge. And um, today I want to talk about, uh, it's either a pop quiz or name that player. Huh. All right. You're giving so, you're giving it out. Yeah, I'm giving it out to you and Jerry. Okay, Jerry, get so, get the Google going. I'm gonna I'm gonna work. Well, with, no, that's the first question. Is am I am I allowed to look this up? Yes, you are allowed to look this up. I spent hours trying to figure this guy's name today. Um, this is going back in a memory in my memory banks to um, I think it was the Chicago Bulls first three-peat, but I'm not sure if it was their first three-peat. Um, I'm ready. I'm I'm looking for a player who is very distinctive. All of the commentators, all they kept yelling about the whole time was how this little white guy with brown hair would be running to the other side of the court sooner than anybody else could get there. I'm, I'm that, ready with my answer. Who is that? Um, it's did you? Did, did, I want to make sure for Jerry guesses it right. Did you say one of the clues is Chicago Bulls, or just in that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was playing for the Bulls because it was when I was being introduced to Michael Jordan, ah. and I I was looking it up today, and um, you know, in the second three peat, it was Steve Kerr, and Steve Kerr doesn't exactly. have dark hair. All right, I got mine too, Jerry. You want to go first? I know the answer, so I'm I'm curious if you do because I don't think you John know the Paxton. Answer. It is John Paxton. Yes, it is John Paxton. That's that's what I'm thinking. It, it is to John Paxton. Okay, so huh. the second part of this question, yeah. given that this is um, John Paxton, is there anyone on the Lakers today that you think is the either of you thinks is comparable in talent or remarkability like that? So. Oh boy! The, the, the way I would answer that question is is to first talk to, to to set the table here is what John Paxton's role was on the Bulls. Yeah, and yeah. it was very simple. He was the guy that spaced the floor and shot the ball when Michael Jordan passed it to him. That was his that was his sole job on that team. So so I um, I, I don't know what you know, Connie. So what what. what Translation to that, in case I don't know how much basketball you watch, so I just want to translate that. He was a knockdown shooter, it's called. So when Jordan drew all the attention to him, the ball was thrown to John Paxson. A lot of times he'd be wide open. That was his job to score points yeah. when all the focus went. Go ahead, Jer. Yeah. Okay. So 
if you ask if there's a, a comparable player to to the to him on the Lakers, I would say the the closest player is Danny Green, uh, who's a starter for the Lakers, who's a knockdown shooter. That's been he's what he's done his entire career. Uh, I would say the difference is Danny Green is a much better defender than John Paxson was. But when you talk about mm-hmm. offensively, someone that's on the court to be able to hit open shots, I think Danny Green would be the closest player on the Lakers. That's my guess, okay. guess too. Um, I think Danny Green's uh, John Paxton was wasn't a new twenty five year old in those days either, and neither is Danny Green. So that was my choice as well. Okay. Um, God, what a great, great. question! I, I challenge you to do stump stump the hosts uh, more often. <laughs> we had another we had another woman that used to call and stump the hosts and. Hers, she did a lot of research behind hers, but I, I like the simplicity of this one. Um, um, I didn't think in a million years you were going to know the answer to that question, Jim. Wait, those, those, are my, those are my days, Jer. Because he claims he knows a lot about the Bulls, but I, I don't think he really does. <laughs> you Do you remember, Connie, the first few things you said? I almost blurted out an answer. Do you have it written down what the first sentence you said was? About, I almost, I almost admit for some reason your first sentence. I almost said Dennis Rodman, like immediately. I don't well, know. yeah, I don't he was very notable, but he's not short and white. Oh no, well, that, and that was the giveaway. When she said short and white it, in the Chicago Bulls, it's either John Paxton or Steve Kerr. It's and, one of yeah, those and two. He had, and he had to have dark hair, and Steve Kerr doesn't have dark hair. Well, John. Um, by the way, Danny Green is black, and he does have dark hair. Okay, yeah, but this was this was back in the nineties. Yeah, I was I, know. Uh, I was lassoed into watching the finals um, with somebody, and uh, so that's when I got I got all excited. Those were and those were fun. The days. commentators kept you know remarking over and over again. This guy is like a speeding bullet. He's running down the whole court. You know, apparently he he ran a lot. And he was really short. He's only six foot two. Right, right. And uh, it, you had to be very fast to keep up with Michael and Scotty. You had to yeah. be. Yeah. 707-895-2448. I on, well, on that note, Wait. sorry, I, I want to jump in here because the caller here mentioned watching the finals. I didn't get this out immediately, and I think we almost blew it there. Uh, Jim yeah. is currently taping game five of the NBA finals between the Miami Heat and the Los Angeles Lakers. So if you are calling to talk about anything, please do not mention the score of the game. Uh, Jim is, like I said, he's taping it. He's going to drive home at the speed of light after the show ends, and he's going to watch the game. So please do not call uh, and talk about the score of the Miami Heat and the Los Angeles Lakers game and, five. And I, I, think I, I think I may have explained this. I know I explained it to you, Jerry. I may have mentioned it to Connie as well. I, yes, I can't you remember. did, which is, is it... why I was not mentioning anything about tonight's game. <laughs> I, I, Thank you. And I'll Thank say you. it on the air. I can't. Uh, you'll ruin my day. I can't watch the game if I knew who mm-hmm. won. And that's my problem, by the way. Uh, I can't watch it for the beauty and the artistic part of the game. I can do that, but only if I don't know who won. <laughs> Connie, thanks for now, that. I, I, was, I was just speaking with my brother earlier, who is also a real sports fan, and he said he's exactly the same way. Huh. He didn't think that was there was anything strange about that, Jim. Huh. Well, I, I would like to hear more Stump the Hosts. I appreciate that call. <laughs> Thank you so Great. much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bye. Wow, 
that wasn't that hard, Jared. No, it wasn't. And okay, I wait, wait, wait. Would, would you have gotten and, uh, it? Would you have gotten it without your uh, Google? I knew the minute she said "short white guy," it was either John Paxton or Steve Kerr. I was just waiting for more information. Huh? Do you, you got to remember? I I've watched every documentary about those teams. Oh, that's so right. So I I, that's I right. know those Bulls teams pretty darn well, and I just assumed for some reason that you didn't. So I I apologized on that on that front. All right, again, 707-895-2448. Let's let's talk a little on this day in sports while we're waiting for a call. Okay, and and good. While you said that, um, and also this day in sports also incites me to say a little bit more about the quiet drive, which I call my part of the quiet drive. I am asking people to call for Paul. And Paul used to call up and do this day in sports at the beginning of, of every show, Amongst other crazy things that he used to say, and and um, Paul McCarthy, rest in peace. It's been two or three weeks now. Um, the voice of MSP Mendocino Sports Plus. Um, he'd be proud. Uh, he called the sports phone every week. Got one more call, Jer, and then we'll try this day in sports. Hello, you're on the air. Uh, and just so you know, Jim uh, Rodman wasn't a part of the first three P. So that would have been another reason not to. Do you, re- do you remember what she said? I, I, I didn't I didn't yell it right out, but there was something, I, th- I think flamboyant or something. I, I heard a word that immediately got me thinking of Rodman. Then when she said yeah. white and short, I, I, I sort of knew it, it wasn't Rodman. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I kind of was with you on that uh, with the Rodman thing when she, because she did start off with the announcers mentioning somebody the whole time and running up and down the court. And, and Rodman would be a type of guy that would run up and down the court pretty quick as well, just because he had energy and was all over the place, but not, not the descriptions after that. Yeah. That kind of gave it away. Um, but uh, how we got, how we doing tonight, guys? Doing pretty good. Jared, now that uh, thinking about it, would one of the, what tipped it off for you? Short and white, right? Because yes. was he considered, and then it, wait, was he considered a speedster? I, I never thought of him that way. No, maybe in that era. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's not. I mean, I, I thought of Pippen and Jordan being fast, not pa- not Paxton. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's funny too because you know Paxton was six uh, two, so not exactly short, but I guess short for NBA <laughs> NBA standards. What do you have for us tonight, Vince? Anything on uh, uh, top of your mind? Well, I was going to do my uh, this day in sports uh, today. Oh, good. Uh, Whitey Ford passed away. Wow, that's almost that. That's um, that's almost eerie because my that if that's your this day in sports, I'm going to announce my this day in sports. 1961, Whitey Ford breaks Babe Ruth's 29 and two third consecutive scoreless innings pitched. I think a lot of people don't even know Babe Ruth pitched, let alone that he had 20, 29. Yeah, he was he was good. He was yeah. good. Jeez. Wow, Jerry, what's your this day in sports? Uh, I had, and surprisingly enough that we were talking about the Bulls earlier, uh, I had in 1997, uh, Dean Smith, who was the head coach at North Carolina, retired. And the reason I picked that one was because that was one of the first names in coaching I remember just, again, from watching all the Bulls documentaries. And, you know, having Jordan be such a a heavy emphasis on that and him being Jordan's coach in college. So that was was what I had from 1997. Very good. Very good. And and just so you know, Jim, I'm I'm currently watching Game 5 of the Rays and Yankees uh, while I'm listening to the show. So... Uh, I don't care. I don't care about who wins that one. So, but just don't mention the Laker game. What is the score of the, of the, the Yankees Tampa Bay? 
it is one to one in the bottom of the seventh. So, Jerry, just correct me if I'm wrong, or, or Vince, actually, you know, that's an elimination game in what might be called the round of eights. There's still eight teams left, and that's an elimination game? Exactly, yeah. All right. Jerry, All right, well, good, good stuff. I'll keep listening, guys. I'll, I'll hit I, you back up. Yeah, Thanks, let's call back. You're not really following baseball close, are you, Jerry? I, I just, it blew by me so fast, and I guess it's just because you, you had a condensed season to begin with, and then beyond the condensed season, like the playoffs were in this weird bubble. It's just, it was, it was so far off my radar. Uh, I did watch a few innings of the Yankees game when I was eating dinner, uh, but it's just something that I was not, I haven't been keeping track of uh, as much as I normally, well, I won't say as much as I normally do because I'm just not a huge baseball guy. Well, baseball, uh, baseball sort of bores me a little bit too. But, and, and now I'm sort of happy. I can go home. I, I'm taping the Yankee game too, but I didn't care uh-huh. what he said. Now I can get home and speed right to the seventh inning because right. because you know it's going to be one one and nothing I, has really changed. I know oh, it's great. like I'll be able to watch a three inning game. That was a fun little call by Vince. And what do you think about the stump the host? Should we challenge other people to stump the host? I love it. If anyone's got questions, I'm all for it. I think if you've got questions, if you want to try to quiz us, go for it. I think the one thing I would ask is. To make sure to clarify if I'm allowed to look stuff up or not, because that that significantly changes the rules if you're trying to ask a, a, a trivia type question. Do you remember? So, so do you remember when we used to ride in the car with with Kyle Abelson, and 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 we we played trivia games. Yeah, we played, played trivia games. We played trivia games. One of the main rules we had in our trivia game, and I, I'm I'm requesting callers of this too. Not that I want to be real strict, but. You have to know the answer to the question you ask. That's fair. <laughs> it's, that's, a fair that's fair. But, yeah, if you've got any questions and you want to kind of try to quiz us, give us a call, 707-895-2448. We can talk some sports. We're, we'll answer some questions if you've got any trivia questions for us or anything else you want to talk about. You can give us a call, 707-895-2448. So as we get moving here, Jim, there was something I wanted to touch on because, you know, COVID's still going on. I think it's going to inevitably still be going on for quite some time. I wanted to touch on that a little bit and get your thoughts on a few things. So we had a – when you go back to the beginning of the baseball season, there was an outbreak with a couple of teams, and everything got kind of put into jeopardy for a little bit of, oh, is the season going to keep going? Are they going to have to cancel it? Are they going to be able to get this under control? When everything was said and done, they did a good job. They got to the playoffs. They got the cases under control, and baseball got through. Fast forward now to the NFL season, and we're seeing the same kind of thing early on in in uh, in, in the season. And I don't have a lot of the numbers about the different teams. I know the Tennessee Titans have a bunch of positive cases. There's been other teams. But I thought a really interesting way to put into perspective the impact that COVID has had on the NFL was to go through every game that has had to be rescheduled. I, I thought that would be an interesting way to lead this, and then I have a question for you. First so of all, get this started. first of all, before you lead into it, is it still early on? It is. They have finished four weeks, so a quarter of the season. And and they're they're planning on a sixteen game yep, schedule. They're they're planning a full sixteen game oh, schedule. Oh, I had no idea. I thought this was shortened like baseball. Nope. nope. They, the shortened version of it was they got rid of preseason games. Oh. Okay, go ahead. I interrupt. Okay, so here here are the games that have been rescheduled, and I want to just go through this, and, and then I want then I then I have a question for you. Okay, so Pittsburgh Steelers at Tennessee Titans was moved from Sunday October fourth to Sunday October twenty fifth. The 
Patriots and the Chiefs was moved one game, one day. This was last week from October 4th to October 5th. There's a game that was, there was also a game that was moved from October 11th to October 12th. You've had games, you have a game being played on a Tuesday this week that was moved from this coming Sunday to this coming Tuesday. You have games that are being moved from Thursday to Sunday. So I'm not going to go through them all, but that's the general idea. You just have all these games that are being rescheduled. And the thing that's challenging about this is unlike baseball where you can say, I'll just play a doubleheader or we'll just put it a different day. You only play one football game a week. So it's this big challenge. So my question for you, Jim. Doesn't that make it easier? No, it doesn't because you you only get one bye week. Oh, you can only play. What I'm saying is you have all those days in between. But they won't go and have one team play three games in a week. No, they're not going to play three games in one week. All That's right. just not how football works. Okay. But So the question I had for you, because you've read a little bit about this. I've sent you articles about teams are getting positive cases, and there's this ripple effect where if Team A gets a positive case, they play Team B, who now is going to go play Team C, and yep, Team yep, B yep. might be infected, and so on and so forth. My question for you is, four weeks into the NFL season, are you more positive or less positive or excuse me, do you have more confidence in the NFL to finish their season than you did in baseball to finish their season when the cases were breaking out in Major League Baseball? No, I, I have less confidence. Um, f- football, as, as Vince pointed out in the text, also um, is allowing fans. I, I think that just, I know it's not supposed to, but somehow I think that affects it. And I don't, I don't see the baseball players early on when when this happened of being quite blatantly as stupid as some of these football teams. And I hate to, to put it to you that bluntly, Jer, but uh, just for example, the these this. Um, I mean, I compare. Okay, here we go. I compare the Tennessee, Tennessee Titans, right? Yes, they're the they're the big culprit right. who have got who have had I think twenty plus positive cases, and then also after they had the cases test positive, they got caught having a team meeting or they had a team practice after all team activities were suspended. Get uh, football fans, get ready to call in because it's we're at seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. I'm about to talk about football here for a second. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hey there, I have a. Trivia question for you guys. Okay. It would be, who out of the Mendocino High School classes went to professional sports? Professional? Yes. I'll go with my first one. I don't know how far he got because I think he got hurt in a practice. I'm going with Dubiago for sure. All right. Well, there's one, and I actually don't know past there, so there's probably at least Maybe one other person, but I, but while while I mention it, while I mention so. it, I, I'm uh, Dan, Danny Dubiago, known as Doobie, He went and played four years at Utah, um, whatever schools the the big one, Utah University of Utah. It's just Utah. Utah. It's just University it's called of Utah. Utah. And then got drafted, I believe, by the Cowboys. I think he got hurt his first week of practice, knee injury, and he's been he's been uh working at a ski resort ever since or something like that. Um, <laughs> seriously? Caller, I believe, I, I don't have a name, so this is this is like a very vague answer, but I believe there is someone who was probably 10, 8 to 10 years older than me. I graduated in 2010 that made a run at professional baseball. I might have gotten into oh, the minors. Harlan but, somebody. But I, 
yet, but I don't remember the name. He then, Jerry, I'm, I'm going to throw my two cents in here. I, I can't remember. I think his first name might have been Harlan, and he he played with that with that Eli Klein defer. It was know, older than that. It was older than that. Older than that, but I think he was in school at the same time with them. Maybe. Right. I don't know. Yeah, call, yeah, caller. I, I wish I could give you a name, but I, I think there's someone in that age range. So graduated like the 2000, er, early to mid 2000s that I yeah. think made a would run that playing be, professional that baseball. Be Bauman? At least made it to the Aaron. Aaron Bauman. That's his name. Yes. Thank you. Yep. And he made yep. some run in Southern California with with a May, pro baseball. I think so. I don't know that for certain, but I mm. think he did. Okay, let's expand this a little bit. NCL three. <laughs> Well, I, I'm going with Rob. Oh no! I oh jeez, that's not NCL three. Oh, I know. I was going with Cloverdale. We got Robbie Rowland in, um, going going and pitching in in baseball. NCL three, pro sports. Jerry, you got another one? Uh, hmm. Not off the top of my head. Caller, do you have one? Just out of curiosity, do you know one that, one that, that yes, stands I out? I have one at Anderson Valley. Oh, oh! I was going to say, does Cesar play? Make a run at some. No, I guess not. Hmm. Yeah, call it. If it's Anderson Valley, it's going to stump me. If what I had sport? to guess, based what, based on the history of Anderson Valley, I would guess football. this is an older generation football player. But I have no nothing to back that up. I'm going with uh, the guy, the guy, the older brother from the group home, Logo. No, he no, didn't make it to the NFL. His younger brother. Oh, Marty. Mar- and Martin. he went to the Giants. Martin went to the Giants. That's right. I'm like, uh, like I'm 97 percent sure. 97 to 99 percent sure. Well, yeah, but remember, remember, so, uh, if you call back with any more stump the host, you have to have the answer to the question that you asked. That, that's <laughs> well, important. Okay. Well, I'm I'm pre- I'm pretty dang sure that's that one. I'm so. I'm, I'm with you on that one too. I like it. Oh, yeah. Stop so the well, let's leave it to the um, rest of the callers, see if they can call in with any. Thank you. Love I appreciate it. that. Thanks for the call. Wow. Stump the host, Jared. It's, it, it's a new one. I love it. Uh, let, let's get right back. Let's take more calls. 707-895-2448. Stump the host. Or uh, um, I was answering, and I was just about to say, okay, I'm going to go back to this, answer this question. We're talking about football. And you asked me if baseball, um, if I thought football would come out of it like baseball, my answer is, is no. I'm comparing the Titans to Trump and the White House. I mean, seriously, when I hear about the Titans, a day after they broke out, this I, I, correct me if I'm wrong with the details here, but a day or two after... They got they got caught with all these positive cases. They were told they had to suspend all football operations. All their they couldn't get together in anything. A bunch of the players got together and went to some high school and had their own workout and spread the spread this thing even further. Right, right. Yeah, that that was what happened. And and I think that that's the difference. Maybe is that you, when when this broke out in baseball, they they locked things down in the sense of like. The, the the not the owner sorry the 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 league made it very clear to the players like hey you need to follow these rules if you want to get through this and I think that's been maybe a little bit of the difference is that there hasn't been the trickle down yet of the players buying of, in of the players buying in to following these rules and that that changed and that happened in baseball I think that's what's going to determine this is if there is buy in from the players and excuse me I think it's important you know. Uh, 
names and big faces in football, like Cam Newton, for example, who's the quarterback of the New England Patriots, he tested positive, and he's a big name in the NFL. He kind of came out and said, this is a big deal. Follow the rules if we're going to get through this. So I, I think they're going to get through it, and I only base that on I think every other sport has proven it's doable in their own way. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's maybe a shortened season. I just think it's it, the reason it's a challenge is you can't reschedule games in the same way that, that baseball or some other sport can. Call you're on the air. Yes, I just wanted to set the record straight that Martin Tevasu played with the New York Jets, the Jets, and then he played with the Indianapolis Colts. Wow, so at least, at least we got the right name. We just didn't have the right team. <laughs> Can meet the team right. I, I like it though. Thank you for the thank well, you for the call. Yeah. You got, it, you got anything? Okay. You got any Bye. other uh, details for us? Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that was great to get the answer. Yeah. Yeah. At least, we, as you said, at least we got the name right. Callers, uh, call back seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. That was a great. Um, so we're two for two and stump stump the host tonight. I think we're like. One and a half for two. Wait a minute. He, I, I would he say asked it's, us two questions. We 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 got the first one right, didn't we? And the second. We did. We got the yeah yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll give us two for two. I'll take it. All right. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I think it's a lot of it. Just depends on the buy-in from the players and if they buy in, getting the caseload down. Because if you don't get the caseload down, it's just very hard to reschedule NFL games, and and you could see a short, shortened season. But I am confident they're going to get through the season. There's just again. There's too much money involved to not to not get in through not get through a season. I got a correction to to one of our answers. Aaron Bauman earned All Americans um, in college, I think, in Southern California somewhere. Never played professional baseball. Okay, that's good to know. Like I said, I, yeah. I wasn't a hundred percent sure. I just remember growing up watching him play. Like even when I was younger in little league and watching him dominate, even like. The, the whole the highest levels of Little League. That was always a name I just remember seeing in the baseball world. Hmm. Uh, but And I knew he made a, a run in college. Uh, Jim, any other thoughts on, on the NFL and the COVID uh, stuff before just, we, uh, just before as, we move? As I said, um, I think, and I think you hit it on, 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 the, on the, you hit it on the right here. It's going to take a group, what's the right hippie word here? Group. Um, it's group buy-in. It's group buy-in and, and a, and a Group all buying in together, not this group going out and practicing on their own, whatever. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hey, guys, going back on the uh, the NFL COVID thing here, um, which which I'd have to say is, you know, they're, they're possibly heading toward a cataclysmic event here if they don't uh, tighten things up a little bit. You know, I think part of the issue, too, is the, the post-game handshake that teams do in the NFL uh, I, you know, just recently they had the you know, Pat Mahomes giving a hug to Stephen Gilmore after a game, and then the next day Gilmore tests positive for COVID-19 for the Patriots. And thus he most likely exposed Pat Mahomes. You know, so there's, there's another way that they're not monitoring. And, you know, I know the whole post-game handshake is huge, and it's really you know, good sportsmanship, but I think in this particular moment where you're trying to make a season work, you might want to, maybe not do that, you know? Kind of I, I think that's a nonsense argument. I think any post-game handshake stuff, I've said I've said this from the beginning with every sport, may, is, is nonsense. And the reason I say that is 
it's not like Stephon Gilmore didn't have contact with Patrick Mahomes before during the game, right? Like, oh, it, sure. what's the difference at that point? The, you know, I, I, I say that with the NBA. I said that with the NFL. I've, I would have said it with hockey. I, I don't think them doing anything after the game matters with what's happened for the 48 minutes prior. And I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll answer a little bit there too, Vince. I'm, I'm not sure this is uh, going against what you said either, but I, I think I think Vince, you're getting into too many details. Whereas I, I, I believe more in Jerry's group buy this buy-in theory is you're going to reduce the odds when everyone's on the same page and you can't just pick one part of it the handshake at the end uh, the, the the meals the day before going to practice when you're not supposed to practice when you know someone's positive I, I don't think it's the details I think it's the group has to um, just come to a consciousness that we're dealing with something serious and um, it's funny, Jerry, that you gave baseball as example of getting through it, right? Mm-hmm. Basketball went all the way through it with, without a positive case. Well, at least... Um, Vince, I'm going to take another call. Keep listening, okay? Thanks, Vince. Hello, caller. You're in the air. Hi, I've got a question. Yep. Go for it. Okay. I've got a question for you. My my wife is not a big fan of sports, but I am. And I made a rash uh, challenge one year. I said, if the three teams that I root for win the championship, I will <laughs> never watch any of those games again. If they win? So the, if they, the first was uh, the New England Patriots, and they won the Super Bowl. The second was the Chicago White Sox, and they won the World Series. Okay. And the third was, and you can't look this up, okay? Third one was my alma mater, University of Illinois basketball team, and they lost by five points in the final game. Who beat them? Oh. This was, this was early 2000s, if I'm not mistaken, correct? That's correct. One of the Michigan was, teams? That's my guess. That's mine. This was. Uh, hang on, Jim. I'm, you're not. You're just going to start throwing stuff against the wall here. I'm trying to think through this. Give me a second here. <laughs> Call it. This was the. This was the. The, the Illinois team, I believe. It, if I'm. If this. If you don't know the answer to this question, don't worry about it. Was this the Illinois team that had a bunch of good guards? I think D Brown was one of them. D Brown. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh boy. Oh. I'm out. I know that this is a I, tough one. I know. If, I, if I want to say won, Louisville, I but I don't have any, sports any proof anymore. But they lost by five points. Huh. It's not Louisville, is it? That was the first name that came to my head. It was not Louisville. Okay. What I want? Who is it? North Carolina. University of that North Carolina, sense. and it was in the early two thousands. Two thousand five. Yeah, two thousand five. What What NBA team did you like that year? Uh, you know, I've never been into M- NBA. Oh, okay. So. All right. Well, that's a, that. That was the most difficult question we've had. I'm happy yeah. I got as close as I was there. I, I, yeah, you you're in the right part of the country there. Yeah. 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 Thanks. Thanks for that call. I'm going to move on. Thanks, caller. Right. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Uh, here's a good one for you. Oh boy, Stanford, Fat man. Stanford's women's basketball. They got an 
800, they have an over 800 record overall. But you know, they've only won two national championships mm-hmm. in 1,400 games. It's pretty crazy. But what I really called is about football. Um, <laughs> you know, you got football, and football's got 52 players, so that's the most amount of players of any that's uh, squad in professional football. They have the most coaches than any team sport in professional sports. That makes sense. So you got to deal with all that stuff. And then you're also dealing with the machismo, uh, rah-rah, patriotical underlying stuff, you know, and, and having to wear the mask and having to obey what mommy says. But uh, that's really no excuse because it's uh, football is also the best or the most plantation-run sport professional sport and what the owners say the players do it's starting to change but that's kind of what happens if you really pay attention to what happens in the nfl when the when the owners say something the players do it um but that that's you know there's so those are some things you guys got to think about uh I'm really impressed with baseball. I figured baseball would be a, would be a complete disaster, considering, you know, how throughout history baseball players are known for being, you know, substance abusers and not really paying attention to the rules. So I, that's what impressed me. Um, but I'd like to know what your guys' opinion is about the 49ers making the announcement that they're going to go against federal law and not allow cash sales at Levi Stadium. You have to go and buy a 49er fun card with 49er fun bucks, and you can only use those fun card fun bucks to buy stuff at Levi Stadium starting next year is what they want to do. And that it completely violates the federal law because if you look at a bill, any bill you have, it says this note is legal tender for all debts public and private. So I'd like to know how they think they're going to be able to get away with that because it's against federal law. You have to take dollar bills to pay for the pay for debts because you're discriminating against those people who don't have bank accounts. Caller, this is starting to become yeah. Oh, I just had a clarification question because this is fascinating, and I had no idea this was happening. Um, are they still just, going to accept? credit and debit card or is it solely no, tied now to, this, to this, sorry, special now to, this is the problem you have to go to a kiosk and buy 49er fun bucks on a 49 that's what i'm calling them a 49er fun bucks on a 49er fun card and i've read and i've been the stories i've heard and read it just came out there's no way where that i can see where you can go at the end of the game and say here's my card give me my cash. So that means they're going to use your money. Now, if they do that, if they can get 50 cents from 10,000 people and do that for the 10 home games throughout a season in the NFL, that's 50,000 extra dollars that they're taking out of their people's pocket. And that's just if they do 10,000 people each game that they don't spend that 50 cents. Because there's nowhere. See, the problem is, is you can't go with cash 
and get one of those cards. You have to use a credit card or a debit card. So they're discriminating against those people that do not have bank accounts. So let me... Let me, if, you let look, me... if you look at your treasury bill, it says the note itself, the physical note, is legal tender for all debts, public and private. This is what they're trying to do. Let me jump in. They're going to start... Yeah. Let me jump in. Um, yeah. The... The only thing I can see that they have on their side here is I don't see that much difference than than Starbucks offering a. I, I know they also will take money, but Starbucks can offer a Starbucks card. You give them fifty bucks, they give. You 50. I know the difference is the Forty Niners are saying they will take no cash. That's yeah, Jim. I knew you were going to say that. that. I knew you were going to walk yourself into that corner. Because the key that's distinction with this is you cannot pay for one of these cards with cash, and and you can't use cash. You have to you use cannot, one of these you, you cannot go up and use cash, and they're already starting to sue the airlines for the same thing. You, you uh, because if you, I'm saying, you look at that treasury bill and read it, the physical note is legal tender. Right. If you go up somewhere, they cannot deny you service if you hand them a treasury bond note secured and guaranteed by the U.S. government. All right, well, uh, let's get some more. Uh, so here you go, Jerry, something to look into. Have at it, guys. No, this is really interesting. Yeah, I, no, I actually really it's appreciate it's this. It's this is this is fascinating to me and my is, and the little I, I, I know about economics and stuff. I, I actually have a lot to say about this, but if we have another call, Jim, go ahead and take it. But this is actually really, really interesting to me. I want you to finish off. So, uh, Fact Man, you got it. You got us again. That's that's a great call. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I I, ha I have some some um, messaging about this. Um, arcades make you use tokens instead that, of instead that's. Yeah. Go ahead. Instead of. Um, Quarters. I mean, is there any? I don't know. Yeah, but again, but the you difference can use there cash is to, again, you, you can use you cash, can to, use buy cash to redeem the tokens. Right to to buy the tokens. Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't have a. Uh, I've, I'm only looking at this quickly, and and you know we don't have to spend too much time on this, but I did find some information. Uh, it does look like Visa is going to offer fans who only have cash the option of putting that cash onto a prepaid card, which is worth up to a hundred dollars. Say that again. That's exactly against what Fackman just said, right? Right. So according to the first article that I kind of started reading here, which is from Fox Business, which is semi-reliable, I, I would believe it, just based on kind of the This the is a, about the 49ers. Right. Yes. Okay. So the, it, it does say that Visa, which is a partner of the 49ers, is going to offer fans who only can use cash a option of doing oh. up to $100 prepaid cards, which then can be used to redeem these like in-house money things huh. uh and also this is already being done it looks like uh the kansas city chiefs jacksonville jaguars and atlanta falcons also uh, do a form of cashless payments uh, i don't know like the direct comparison but it sounds like this is this has been explored with other teams in different ways it's the only part of it that's weird as you shut me down for there jared which you were exactly correct in doing is as long as you can buy these bucks with cash they they just become like any other um um gift card right right hello caller you're on the air yeah this is this is this is again what happens if all you have is cash and you go to one freaking game you cannot go they there is nowhere i've read where you can go 
that same day and go to an office and say, here's the card, give me my cash back. Right. That's, That's a very good problem. question, and I, and I don't I don't see anything I don't about think that. But again, I'm exactly. I'm going to take. So they're I'm, using your money. It's usury. I'm going to use okay. a. I'm going to take another call, but I, I'm going to leave yeah. it leave it at. I don't think you can get your cash back from Starbucks either. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hi, I've got a question to stump the host. Stump the oh, host. Go for it. Get ready, Jer. All right. Where was Pete Carroll's first coaching job? Oh. oh boy. Okay. I'm out. So, right, I know you're out because you probably don't even know who Pete Carroll is, Jim. Um, <laughs> caller, he went. He didn't bear, go to high school in this area. He went to Redwood High School in Marin County. He went to Redwood Be High. He did. Bear, bear with me here as I kind of backtrack Pete Carroll's career. So I'm assuming it was a college job, correct? No. Okay, then I'm probably already out. If it's a, if it's a high school job, then I don't have the answer. It's a local high school. What's he famous oh, really? for? Tell me what he's famous for. Why do I know the name Pete Carroll? First he is the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, all right. He... His first coaching job was at Anderson Valley High School. Oh, come on. Really? In, in, what, a, in what way? In a, or like, was in he the head coach of the football team? football camp. And I just heard him interviewed about his football career, and he very proudly talked about that, and I couldn't believe it. He coached no football here? Yeah. Well, he did a he did a summer camp, so you know it was probably a bunch of high school kids that came, and it was it was in Boonville. Oh, very cool! He's, he's yeah. he he became more famous than Danny Cooney. <laughs> <laughs> There's another guy that um, didn't go to high school in this area, but he just died uh, in the last year, and he played for Yale and for the New York Giants. His name was Bill Myard, and he lived he lived up on Fish Rock Road. He definitely considered this his home, but he didn't go to high school around here. So, so Larry, but I, thought, the, I, I thought he bear, he he, and he he was it was worth mentioning. He's from the Larry Myard family. Yeah, he was a cousin of Larry Myard's. Wow, because I mean, the Myard Ranch is is common words around here. His dad was a guy named Bill Myard, and he's mm. the last elected Republican from San Francisco as a congressman. But that was his dad. But he spent all of his childhood up here, ninety-five percent of the time, and then he he spent his last years here, and he just died last year. But I mean, I thought he was. He's part of the local deal, so I thought I'd mention him. Yeah, that's great. Wow. You know, it's, it's interesting. Like, this is kind of, I've always kind of believed this, but it's one of those things I've never really had proof of. If you take the time to kind of peel back the layers of maybe Mendocino County, I don't know how wide you want to expand this net, there are a lot of professional sports connections. Like, if, right. if you that's take true. the time to kind of look through it a little bit, there's a fair amount of them out there. Well, and I'll tell you, the other thing, just I won't bore you too much, but if you look at... Uh, uh, baseball on the mm -hmm. coast during the 1930s and 1940s, it was a big deal. And there were some semi professional teams that barnstormed up here. It was a lot, it was really high quality baseball that was played in those sort of little bandbox stadiums around Fort Bragg. Hmm. Um, but some, a lot of, I'd, I'd love to know some of the players. I'm sure there's some great players that went through here. It'd be interesting to know more about yeah. the history of that. But I, I've, huh. I've, I know that as a fact, too. But anyway, I heard Pete Carroll bragging about his first job being in Anderson Valley. Wow. And nobody oh, had any That's idea what he was talking about, but I, I did. <laughs> That's a wonderful call. There you I love go. it. Thanks, caller. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, let's just get this out of the way right now. If you call with a football question, Jim is going to immediately disqualify himself. <laughs> so Pete Carroll is a Super Bowl winner? 
Uh, yes, yes. He he is the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, and I, he has one Super Bowl win with the Seahawks. All right, I have one more trivia question to you, Gerald. I'll, I'll let you. I'm going to give it to you. Name another person. You have my words right here. Associated with a Mendocino high school athletic program that played professional sports. We're, we're, we're again, we're beyond Dan Dubiago, right? Like past him. Yeah, I and mean, I said what, a person, um, a person related to that's a clue related to Mendocino high school sports that played professional sports. Oh boy, uh, I mean, without a little bit more information. By the way, seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Give us a ring if you've got any questions or if you want to talk about sports, anything on your mind. We got about twelve minutes left on the sports phone here. Give us a ring if you want to talk sports. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Jim, without a, without a little bit more information, I'm just going to say that's way too broad a the question. Sport, the sport was basketball. But but you're saying associated with. So there's an implication there that they did not play sports for Mendocino. Definitely did not play sports for Mendocino. Yeah, see, then again... Uh, Jim Young, Loughborough All-Stars. Yeah, that, do, that doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't count at all. All right. All I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm disqualifying that. I'm disqualifying yourself from saying that as, as an answer. I, 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 the first thing I thought of when someone said Mendocino High School and professional sports... I had my two years claim to fame, and and um, but I, I I like it. It's it's a fair yeah. answer, but I'm not going to accept it as as a local answer. Okay, all right. But it's, I like it though. I like it. That was that was not good stuff. even close to local. All right, <laughs> so um, where do we go for uh, eleven minutes? Um, we we we've covered a lot of territory. The uh, the uh, first caller of the day, Connie, tried to stump the host. We we got her got her questions easily. We've been stumped a few times since then. Some some of the depth of the way some of these questions are being asked, Jerry, is incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good stuff. I, I really appreciate it, and I, I think the deeper questions are good. You know, I think those are the ones. I think if you get like a quote unquote basic question, I think Jim and I like our chances. But you get into some of these more detailed, especially local stuff, that's going to test our knowledge for sure. I, I really like it. I, I appreciate the thought that some of these questions have had. Love some more calls. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Did we finish? The football, are they going to finish? Why are they going to finish? Why aren't they going to finish? What is, I think they finish the season. What I just think the, there's too much money involved. I think eventually they're going to have to like really come down on the players, but I do think they finish the season. Is it? I'd be so surprised if they don't. Is it possible, even if they do everything right? That's what I'm, sort of my argument right along is. Except for the bubble concept, if they're going to travel, if they're going to, is it possible? You know, that, that's yeah, what, absolutely. I, I think g- baseball proved that. I guess, yeah, and yeah. And, and baseball math-wise, those teams are just as big as football, aren't they? Or if not big? No, baseball's in the twenties, not in the fifties. Oh, all right, all right. But but it's, I, I think it's again, it's it's about the case study, right? It's that baseball. It's not about the the exact comparison. It's about baseball went from city to city with a large group of people, but because after that first outbreak there was buy-in, they got their cases and testing that, down. That, so I think that, that, that's, that's the, the bottom line with, with the NFL and making it work. That's the point you were making. Right. Hello, Carl. You're on the air. Hey, I got another local uh, professional sports trivia question for you. Stump the horse. What, what local athlete was related to Duke Snyder? 
Uh, is their name Snyder? No. Okay. To make sure I'm looking up the correct Duke Snyder here, we're talking about the baseball player that played for the, the Dodgers, correct? Yes, that is okay. the correct one. And we're talking about a relation. Yes. Um, what's his approximate age? Duke Snyder's. There's uh, Duke Snyder's age? Yeah. He. Go I ahead, don't go even on. know if he's still alive. Okay. He died in 2011. Okay. Yeah, he was really old when I met him young, when I was in fifth grade. Hmm. And then I am 37. Wow. Yeah, caller. This is another one where I, I'll I'll concede it. I'm not going to have a great answer just for, you know, it's one. It's baseball. Two. It's a long time ago, and I don't know the the areas like it's a lot of the names super well. So unless Jim's got something, I, I don't have an answer for this. I want one. a couple of clues. Um, seeing see we can't get this the way it is, give us a couple more. There are uh, two brothers. They both played. Sports Mendocino. Mendocino High School. One played, yes. One played tennis. One played baseball. And they're so they're um, not in the same generation as Duke Snyder. No, 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 no. They are. Give us their grandkids. Grandkids. Great. Either maybe great grandkids, possibly. Wow, Jerry, he's giving us a lot of clues there. I. This is Atman. Did we say what school? You can you can probably get this one for just there's a hint. Mendocino High School. Hmm. We're running out of time here. I'm taking another call. Right, well, well, no, no, no. Don't. Is, I want. I want the uh, answer for uh, the Pelmans. <laughs> it oh, is the Pelmans. Aaron Bauman's family. No, yes. he said the Pelmans. Oh, the Pelmans. Bauman's. Bauman's. Oh, the Bauman's. Okay, the Bauman's. All right. Yes. Who is the other Bauman besides Aaron? Uh, Sean. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Hello, caller. You're on the air. You guys have like a, a local celebrity stump the host thing going on here. I like it. <laughs> Let's, you got one for us? I do. Okay. So which local former Fort Bragg girls coach and car dealer is related to a professional New York Yankee who's playing right now? What high school did he go to? He, no, he coached girls basketball at Fort Bragg High School, and he's a local car dealer, dealership worker. Jeez, I'm gonna. I, I was gonna guess the guy that, that that was head of Club Cardinal that that owns the Jeep Chrysler place, but that's wrong. Is it? That doesn't fit. Well, close. You're close. Huh? Doesn't fit, huh? Well, you got Sport Jeep Chrysler, right? Hmm. Somebody at work at Fort Deep Tribe that, that coached in Minnesota, or in Fort Bragg High School. Yep, and I believe it's either his, his, I think it's his cousin that plays for the New York Yankees. Hmm. Wow, I have no idea, but I like this one. I, it's a good. I like Ooh, the connection. That, that, that's a good connection. Um, Brad Garden, Gardner. Brad, Brad Gardner, Gardner. Plays for the Yankees, and Brad is, I oh, believe, yeah. his cousin. Wow, and and Brad Gardner for current time has a daughter that you coached against uh, pretty one of the or tim anderson coached right yeah, exactly yeah i coached against i coached her in summer ball um one year and then she was a freshman when i coached against her the one time the one year that i coached against her she oh, was athena's age right so she just graduated 
Yep, yep, exactly. One of Fort Blagg's stellar female athletes, if I remember right. I, I, I believe so, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, Jim, I, I'd have to say, going back to the Levi Stadium, the whole cashless thing, I, 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 you and I would hate that. I think you and I... <laughs> Pretty much only spend cash. I, I know. It's driving me crazy, Jerry, to, to listen to that. Oh. I could easily show up at a game with only cash. Oh, uh, God. I mean, that's, I, I can't stand cards and all that nonsense. It's a waste of my time. And, and you especially, where you're just pretty much like, no, 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 the change goes somewhere else. Don't, don't even give it to me. Like, I just want to, here's money, I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking about quarters. I hate to give them 50 bucks to buy a shirt, decide that the, the shirt only costs 30 and they would keep all my $10. <laughs> exactly. Oh, what a weird, what a weird thing. Uh, what a, what a fun show, though. Way to have the the callers just direct this whole thing. I love it. I never, yeah. I never yeah. dream. We we have another call, and we have a minute and a half, so I'm going to go for it. Uh, you got it. You guys have a good night. Thanks, Vince. Last call. You're on the air. Hey, Mama Randy here in Willits. I just want to let people know there's a little rodeo going on in Red Bluff. This weekend, I've got two of my daughters, maybe three, are going over with the cousins. And uh, I'm not sure where the rodeo is in Red Bluff. That's, uh, you know, it might be a wild goose chase, but if you have family or friends that are over in Red Bluff region, I think that's down a little bit south of uh, Mount Shasta. When is it? There's, uh, today, this weekend, Friday, uh. Saturday, Sunday, over in, uh, in Red Bluff is what I've been told, two of my girls. They're they're uh, Megan Champion and uh, Lorraine, and they're taking the taking the children and they're the cousins, and Megan's going to be doing her barrel racing. And uh, for those of us that are in the rodeo crew, that like the Bucking Broncos and the you know, you got ten ten seconds, caller. We're gonna okay. Have to, that's it. Thank that's you. That's it. All righty. Bye. Jerry, did we go full full circle here tonight with Stump the host to the rodeo? I love it. I don't know how exactly that's full circle because we didn't start with the rodeo, but but that, uh, <laughs> that's a one eighty. Yeah, like George, it. why not? Oh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna wrap it up here. Thanks again for all the callers that called in, made the sports phone what it is. Why Jim and I love doing it every week. Uh, we will be back next week, seven o'clock. That's gonna be Friday, October sixteenth. So until then, we'll talk to you next time. All right, cheer. You're uh, you signing off? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Alrighty, that's all I got. Uh, thanks again. I, I thanks. Tonight was another example for me of what the sports phone is. Thank you, callers.